Blog Talk Radio. Okay, so hello again everyone. Part three of our three-part tele-series or Blog Talk Radio series. Um, I'm Afraid of Dying and so grateful for Amanda last week for holding the show for me and continuing on. And it was just, I listened back and it was just amazing. And obviously, um, the computer was just not letting me get back on again. So hopefully today, we both can stay on and see what we can create. I do apologize. I think my line is probably a little bit crackly. Um, And so funny because Amanda and I were uh, chatting this morning and we were talking about bodies and judgment and gratitude and then afterwards I was like hey Amanda we're talking about bodies today and all of those different Mm -hmm. feelings and sensations on our blog talk radio show and it's like hey how much have we just tapped into it so yeah so I always just love talking about bodies and what we can be with our bodies and what if we could actually really truly start to let go of so many of the judgments and truly are so many of them ours or and that's what we were chatting about it's like how much are we aware of other people's judgments that they have that's going on and then we get mixed up and we think it's ours when actually maybe a whole lot of it's not even ours And what if we can actually start creating something totally um, different? Because if we're actually willing to create our bodies, what else could we create in our life as well? Because our bodies are such a contribution to just everything that's been created in our living. So thank you so much again, everyone, and... As I say, my name's Wendy Mulder and I'm sure you know all the different places of where you can find me now. And of course with Amanda Holland as well, uh, with her website which is amandaholland.accessconsciousness.com and as well she is um, an amazing, 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 um, what would you say, um, writer, um, expert, Exponential writer, blog writer, um, uh, right voice for you, facilitator, uh, access mm-hmm. consciousness facilitator, so um, so many things. So on that note, I will see if Amanda's online. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I was just about to say good morning, but it's actually not. It's afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, it's morning somewhere. <laughs> yeah, true. Awesome. Yeah, true. So, so yeah. yeah. So here we um, yeah, and here we are again. And um, and I love that question. You know, what if you actually have the power to change anything going on with your body? and with fear, and what choices do you have around death, dying, and living that you've never considered? And Mm. that one is pretty cool. Like, what if we could 
take away, what if we could let go of so much of the judgment? That's what just pops in this 10 seconds and have more gratitude. And what, what, what do you have to comment on that, Miss Amanda? Well, um, I was listening to you, Wendy, as you introduced the show today, and I had two sorts of things um, that I think would be really great to start with to talk about um, in regards to bodies. One of the really cool things I heard about um, with Access Consciousness talking about bodies is our bodies are like our cat's whiskers of of our reality. So they sense all these things and pick up all this information in, in very subtle ways. So if you think of like a cat's whiskers, like if you trim them, they lose their balance. So they have, they use their whiskers to like sense this stuff going on around them. And it's not necessarily, necessarily tangible, like directly tangible, something they touch. It's just the way it helps them be in the world. It gives them information. It, um, and that's what our bodies are too. It gives us information about all kinds of things. But we haven't, like, unlike a cat, I guess we don't have, um, we haven't, we've kind of lost our connection, I guess, with our natural way of, of being, that kind of that consciousness that's a non, it's not a cognitive thing, it's not a brain thing, but it's all this information and all this awareness and all this all these things that we are, conscious of in a non-cognitive cognitive way to a degree that we kind of dismiss it or discount it or explain it away as something else because it hasn't because it doesn't make sense in our in our minds or we just decide that in our heads we we go oh this sensation must equal this and so we're constantly making judgments and conclusions about what we're experiencing or quote-unquote feeling when we might not necessarily be feeling anything at all, we might actually just be sensing with our cat's whiskers in a very intense way. And that is kind of a huge difference. And one of the things that helped me overcoming with things like anxiety and panic attacks, people have very visceral sort of experiences of it, like their bodies, you know, their heart palpitations, sweat, feeling sick that sort of thing so it becomes very real um, and so we see yeah. that's a real like very solid and something that we can't overcome but there's so many ways that we can actually get out of even seeing it as real and what were you going to say Wendy? But, yeah well I was just just uh, when you were when you were just explaining that and um, so, so that what I was just going to pop in and say. So that's really cool. Where that question of of which is you know what is this? Um, so taking it out of any conclusion or decision or solidifying it by asking the question of like what is this awareness that my body is telling me or what is this awareness that I'm refusing to be aware of and. Um, mm. And that's just, and I've actually been, um, I've actually been really using that tool um, myself lately because I've, you know, been having different sensations in my body, and it's just, um, it actually, yeah, has been really quite amazing because when I've asked the question, and then I've actually, instead of actually um, avoiding it, 
I've actually just gone with it. I've just been with the energy, and mm. um, and it's that I've found has been really quite amazing because what I would have done in the past is with the intensity I would have contracted in and probably solidified it, whereas what I've been doing and being with it has actually expanded it and dissipated it to something just so totally different. So, yeah, I just wanted to Mm. add that in because that's, you know, just that wonderful, you know, beauty of of, of actually changing it around and and asking the question. Yes. I love that. And that's cool because when, well, the difference with when we avoid something to when we're being with it is when we avoid something, we make it real and we give it power over us. We make it more significant than our ability to change it. And then when you're willing to be with something, you're going, you're looking at it from curiosity and not from the sense of this is something that has a power over you. You're willing to just be with it and then it can change because you're not hiding from it, you're not being a victim to it, you're not making it greater than you and you're not making it more real than your capacity to change something. So it's really a way by being willing to be with something and ask questions like what am I aware of here, you're really empowering yourself um, to change things. You're just empowering yourself full stop so you're not making yourself the victim of anything. And that's a huge part in changing, you know, for me changing this like panic and fear and all this stuff that I had going on was realising, was not needing to avoid it anymore and being willing to go, well, um, is it going to kill me? I don't know. Let's see. And then just go from there. (laughs) And that's different from like, I have to do anything to not, be at the effect of this anymore but by already avoiding it or trying to get away from it you already are being the effect of it because you're taking all these actions to avoid it rather than looking at what you might really have available so um and and that's what I really like if we could even just get out of today like three things that you can do to empower yourself in a situation where you'd normally believe it's impossible, you can't overcome it or you don't have power. And one of the questions that, and I think we might have mentioned it before, but it's a great time to bring it up again and it's very similar to yours, Wendy. But um, for someone like me who's either in my head or very feels things or senses things very strongly with my body, this is a great question. I ask, if I wasn't thinking or feeling this, what would I be aware of? So if I wasn't yeah, that's thinking awesome, this, isn't it? feeling this, yeah, what would I be aware of? And just allow it allow it to even intensify because like you said, when you just be with it and you let it sort of grow, it changes. Something changes when you don't approach things as if they are greater than you and you just sort of meet it face to face, not from a confrontational way, but just a, oh, okay, what if I just looked at it and just ask, hi, who are you? What's this? What's going on? And and yeah. it's not like you get an answer in your brain. It's like things just kind of start to melt and they're not as solid as they were. And it's really interesting, Wendy. Today I was 
before I got on the call with you, I um, I'm actually working on a book, and one of the sections that I'm I'm looking at for this person is where she talks about what we decide is real and what we decide isn't real. And most of the time, anything that feels heavy, solid, contracted, or like intense is what we've decided is real. And anything that feels like light, easy, joyful is not as real to us. So we've kind of been taught to see the opposite of what is true as real. (laughs) So another tool I could say that even helps me, like at times when I just kind of feel almost like I have no way I can logic my mind out of this, I have a lot of sensations going on in my body, I might be really stressing about a choice or something, and I just say everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And if I repeat that 10 or 20 times, even in the middle of like a panicky, I mean, can't even remember the last time I had a real panic, (laughs) but even when I'm just having one of those Mm -hmm. moments where I feel really, really stuck or something's going on with my body that I can't seem to like, you know, that I might be getting a bit upset about, if I go everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be, suddenly I have, after a little bit, I have a lot more space and a lot more choice and I usually have a lot better sense of humour about it. So, like, basically, (laughs) if it feels really serious and it feels really like you're not actually being yourself, like you're not actually, but if you can laugh about it, you're kind of on your way out of, out of being stuck with it and you start to see it's not as significant as we thought it was. Yeah, and that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that is, that is really cool, Amanda, because too, and it was like when you were saying about that, you know, just with the heavy and the, and, and the light and that just, uh, just reminded me again of that one because how much have we sort of, how much, have we been brought up in a way that we've got to, you know, look for a problem? You know, if if we if we're getting some sort of um, if we're getting some sort of like a a sensation or a feeling, well, we've got to we've got to look for a problem. And the actual and and when we do have those moments when it's just light and easy, it's like oh my goodness, oh oh what what's going on? <laughs> You know, and and, and it's it's it's, yep. it's it's so it's so crazy because like how much of our re, how much of our reality have we actually based it on like whether it's judgments or problems and buying like as you said buying that is real um, and and how much does that lie then keep you from ever actually having everything you des- desire or when it does show up we don't recognise it. <laughs> Sort of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a fantastic. <laughs> I know. I was, Sorry, that's so Wendy, I was very well trained in that modality of looking for a problem. I'm very well trained in that, even when things go right. Like I was telling you about something cool that happened, um, something I got offered to do this weekend that I was like really excited about. And, and then, but my first thought was, oh, what's the ulterior motive? Like I was looking for the problem. Like I immediately went to, well, what, <laughs> well, what, is, what am I going to have to do? What does that mean? Like, and I'd start going into this instead of, 
And you just said to me, but you just created something awesome. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's no problem. I just created something awesome. <laughs> but I was like, where's the problem in this? And we're so, we're so well trained for that. So I think we should all just take a moment to congratulate ourselves from, fact, you know, getting high distinction in the career of looking for a problem at any opportunity because <laughs> we do it so well. I think we need to congratulate ourselves on that. And, and then go, so. okay. Yeah. yeah. You've graduated yeah, now. That's um, the, now yeah. you have a different choice. Like, what do you want to do now? <laughs> yes, yeah. It's it's so it is. It's it's so crazy, isn't it? Because it's it's yes. It's the sort of but and the thing is too. Like, if if there is just this amazing like, so you know, ease and joy and allowance and gratitude, possibilities, um, mm. and space and it's like you know it's just a whole new way of, of you know being in the world and living mm. and um yeah and and it's um yeah it, it is just really cool because because you know <laughs> you, you, you don't actually have to there's, there's no real words in a way you know and it's yeah. it's because there's just there there isn't and this and I suppose too there's so little to talk about because you're just being with that energy and being with that space and um and 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 really um that's what I really love with that second one that you said the second tool everything's the you know and I think it's a great one like everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. And just as well for the listeners, that's a really fantastic tool as well for people who have problems with sleeping, um, you know, because I have some people say, you know, I just can't get off to sleep. So if you even want to run that one, you know, if you are having problems with sleeping because it actually just fries the, the mind. The mind can't grab onto anything. So in the end, you know, you, you go off to sleep. And, and I remember using that. I have used that one quite a few times. And it just takes you out of, you know, it just takes you out of that thinking mind, out of the, you know, out of your headspace. So, and the other yeah. one that, um, when you were talking about the tools too, Amanda, was, um, I don't probably, I don't know if it's the third tool, but it was just more about when we were talking about the, you know, you get different feelings or sensations in your body. And sometimes too, um, what I've found too is I might just really indulge in it. Like, you know, that's another really great one too. Like, or even if I'm feeling really sad or I'm feeling really upset or if I'm feeling really angry or if I'm, you know, any of those feelings and just really indulge in it. And then it's sort of, you know, it can't hang around for very long really because if you're really actually that innate being that you be is joyful, it, you know, it's, you might hang around for a bit, but that's something else too that you can do and to to move on from it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, because I mean, you know, what you resist persists. So if you resist yeah, healing, true. whatever, if you're having a like I said, I was having a not so great day on Monday. Maybe I just bought into Monday itis for a moment. I, I'm not sure, but 
I tried to like make, I was like, oh, I shouldn't be this and I shouldn't be that. I should be more, you know, I should be more grateful. I should be, shouldn't be getting down. Like I know better. And, and so I was judging me. And then I talked to a friend and he just said, why don't you just let yourself feel it? Cause it's not a problem. Just feel it. And I just went, okay. And then literally two minutes later, we were laughing about something. So it, it, it's just like the moment you stop resisting it, it can just kind of, come up and you can and then you're free to choose you can keep choosing more of that or you can choose something else so it's again it's one of those like really empowering tools when you drop your barriers and you don't resist and another thing I wanted yeah. to bring up uh, after that was we're so aware of stuff like we're so aware our bodies are aware our beings are aware and we really do and I'm still getting blown away with how aware I am of things you know, because I think, oh, yeah, I'm a little bit aware of what's going on for this person or that person. No, I'm aware intensely of what's going on for a lot of people in a lot of places and a lot of the same time. And I'm also aware of things that are going on with the earth. And and this is all information that our bodies get and that our, be- and, you know, that our beings get. And if we don't, if we're not using those kind of tools to empower ourselves, we make ourselves a victim of those things. So we become a victim of our awareness rather than being empowered by it. And that was something I was definitely doing over the last couple of days. And it was really only after talking to you, Wendy, this morning that I was like, oh, I just have to acknowledge I'm far, far more aware than I thought I was. Really, 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 really aware. And, you know, when you asked me who does this belong to, and I really looked at it, I was like, none of this stuff is mine. Like, none of it. So that's another great question. It's like really truth to yourself. And get someone to ask you, if you're not willing to be honest with yourself about it, who does all of that belong to? Is that any of those thoughts or any of those sensations yours or any of those feelings in your body yours? Or are they someone or something else's? And that can just give you so much more space so that you can just at least have another. It might not get rid of everything straight away, but it'll give you space so you can ask another question so that you're not sitting there fighting with it or resisting with it or or being afraid of it or freaking out about it. You know, I mean, sometimes it's fun to freak out a little bit. Um, <laughs> no problem with that. But, then, but when you're like, you know, when you want to move on you have these other tools and and I'd say always just if you can if you do get stuck like for me if it's literally if it's more than like an hour I'm like I have to talk to someone someone has to ask me questions because <laughs> I'm not you know like you I, I get a bit more impatient but but it's really just okay what can you actually do to or be in this situation to actually empower you to know that there's another possibility because there is, there's always like thousands of other possibilities. And, and I know that can be difficult for people, especially if people like who have really strong, you know, or big history of depression or, um, or panic or anxiety. And, and in this society, we really make it, we really make it a real thing. And, and so from someone who's like been, I guess, quote unquote, inside it, it can be really hard to hear that you can 
change it because you're like, how? Like, how? This, you know, I've been such a, you know, I've been so beholden to it, I guess, and I've felt so helpless with it. It's like, yeah, okay, but that is totally understandable, and I totally get it because there's been times where I've felt like I'm against a brick wall and I have no other choices. But in that, there's always been some part of me that went, okay, I don't really know what to do right now, but I know that this should be able to be different. And I want, I, there's enough of me that has a desire to know what that is, that, that I let it show up in my world. And, and really even if the final thing we talked about today was um, ask, ask and you shall receive. Like if you're in the middle of something or you're, you know, you, you really feel like I can't overcome my anxiety or I can't overcome depression, what if you would just ask, you know what, I have, I have no clue how to change this, but what is it going to take to change this? What else is possible? Because I, I really just started out yeah. with, really have no clue is it and I was just like is it does it have to be this way or can I change it and just by asking that question in my head over time I started to get all this other stuff coming into my world that empowered me and to change it so even if you just start asking from where you are from wherever you are right now you know what what else is possible that I have never considered and just see what yeah, see I love that. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's, we so, that's that so true, Amanda. Yeah, what's that? We were talking about what that you today say? as well before we got on the show. We were saying, oh, what else I know, I know, never considered. Yeah, I yeah. know that's so cool. And you know what? I can't. I I feel like I've been. We've been on the call for like two or three minutes, and we've actually got only a few minutes left. That is just, I, know, I don't know where that, that is just, that is amazing. I looked up and I thought, oh, we've only just been on for a few minutes. But um, I also just wanted to add to to what you just said, Amanda, as well, is is the other the other thing is to, is just for, for the listeners, just to also be aware of what it is that, you know, that you were saying, you know, it, you know and I hear people you know, oh, this is hard, and 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 that was just one of the things that Amanda was saying. It just triggered that as well for me to just remind you all that, look, you know, what what it is that you what it is that you listen to what it is that you're saying, and if you're saying, oh, this is hard or I'm struggling, what if you could just change those words around to how much more easier this can be? And like Amanda was saying, you know, what else is truly possible um, here that I haven't even considered? that question just opens it up to so many more possibilities. Because a lot of, and, and, and it's just that simplicity of changing the word of what you're saying can then actually open up a whole um, totally new world and a new world of, of, of possibilities. Um, but this has just been so amazing. And I don't know, today's call has just has gone so quick. But I really as well would love to invite you all because um, we were looking at probably maybe in um, August, I would love to do like a three-part tally series around, not sure of the topic yet, but something to do with around um, 
a total different possibility um, with with grief or with um, relationship with your body or um, uh, whew, so many different possibilities yet. But just just keep a keep an eye out. Keep follow us along on you know Facebook page or on the um, Kindness with Ruth website because we definitely will be doing. Um, you know, some sort of uh, tally series that will be coming up, mm-hmm. and um, and I've just really enjoyed well, our conversation. Um, me too. That Amanda and I've had, um, and say yes, and so grateful for you, Amanda, because you have just so, um, oh, you know, you just some amazing, um, just how much you've been able to describe it and relate to it and then actually change what's occurred for you and I get that's been such an incredible contribution to so many people so um, I think we've oh. okay quickly whatever I you want to say <laughs> I just wanted to say too like with your um, upcoming telecall um, you know you were saying um, a living beyond grief telecall and then I was like can we change the title but the interesting thing is like grief is just really all those places where we feel we don't have control, where it's ongoing, where we can't change it. And that's one of your huge capacities, Wendy, is like any kind of grief-related thing can just change so quickly. So I'm really excited about this call um, that's going to be coming up with you. That's all I wanted to say. And thanks for having me. Oh, thank you, thank you. So I hope we're still recording. But anyway, so thank you so much, everyone. And till next time. Thank you. Oh, we've got 10 seconds left. There you go. Bye. That's so cool. (laughs) Bye.